everyone. Welcome to Just Flow With It. I am your host, Mary Vallarta, and we are here to inspire each other to flow with our true authentic selves, to be who we are, to live out our purpose, to live in mission, to be unapologetically our true selves. And on this episode, I talk to Tina Hedges, who is the CEO and founder of Lolly Beauty. For those of you who are unfamiliar with Lolly Beauty, they are a clean beauty line, which means that they make safe natural skincare products, safe enough for you to eat. That's how safe it is. And they actually work. I myself use one of their products, which is the Plum Elixir, and I use it on my face, on my lips, on my hair. You'll hear me talking about it later, so I won't go into depth here in the introduction, but Lolly Beauty is awesome. And on top of that, they also are very conscious about the type of packaging materials that they use, um, the, the way that they even upcycle ingredients to make their products is very admirable. So we'll hear more from Tina about that later on. But this was a really awesome conversation for me because we really get to talk about what motivated Tina to really start Lolly Beauty in the first place. And we talked about some of the challenges that she's faced and, and how she overcame those challenges and and how being true to yourself doesn't always mean that you're taking the easy road. Sometimes, most of the time, actually, most of the time, being yourself means that you're going to encounter a lot of haters. You're going to encounter a lot of challenges and you have to be ready to face that and you have to be able to look within yourself and find strength and it's tough as shit but you know what I promise you all those challenges are so worth it when you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and say I'm doing what I'm meant to do I'm doing me and regardless of how hard things get I'm okay with it So anyway, awesome chat with Tina. Let's get into it. But first, I want to let you know to stick around till the end because Tina leaves us with a very special gift that I will share with you towards the end of the podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tina, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the podcast, Just Flow With It. Um, I'm really excited to speak with you because I actually use your products on a daily basis. I use the Plum Elixir. Um, and as I emailed you a few days ago, ever since I started using it, I feel like I don't even need a moisturizer anymore. And um, not only because your products are great, but I really, really love what you stand for and what you're doing with your company. So that's what I want to talk to you about is basically how you got the motivation and the reason to start Lolly Beauty in the first place. Well, first of all, thank you so much. That was an incredible testimonial and um, it really never um, ceases to make me happy when I hear what a difference our products are making in someone's life. And what you just said is that exactly part of the mission, right? Is that now you don't need 
two or three other products in your cabinet, this one product is, you know, doing everything for you, right? It's your serum, it's your moisturizer, it's your hydrator, um, and you can use it on your skin, your hair, your lips. So that sort of dovetails into why did I start Lolly and what is our, our real goal? I come from crazy amount of years in the beauty industry. I worked for all the big companies that you probably have products in your beauty cabinet or your bathroom um, that I was involved in. And um, I had a series of events happen. I had some health crises, which made me reevaluate, what am I doing? I've been slathering for two decades um, products that are, you know, chemical laden, full yeah. of synthetics all over my body and um, you know, your skin is your largest organ and absolutely if your skin can absorb a transdermal patch, you know, mm-hmm. ingredient, <laughs> who are we to say that, oh no, the yeah. molecules in the toxic molecules in your beauty products can't be yeah. absorbed, you know, I mean yeah. so um so first I did like a Maria Kondo style, you know, detox of my beauty cabinet and started nice blending up my own beauty products um, because my background from childhood, my parents are Cuban and I was born in Jamaica. So I grew up in, you know, where ingredients were plucked from the garden and made into everything from teas to help with, um, you know, internal issues or symptoms to topical. um, Nice. So it was already a part of you. It was a part of what your family has done. And it's Correct. something that you've picked up from your parents and your grandparents. And Tina, I, if you don't mind, I want to go back to what you said regarding other beauty products that are probably already in my cabinet. One of the most surprising things that I found out is even the beauty products that are so expensive still have toxic chemicals, even though I would expect since I'm paying so much money for them to be safe and they're not. But so a hundred percent. It's not only that they're laden or polluted with nasties, toxins, synthetics, um, everything, you know, from parabens to phthalates to uh, glycols, all sorts of ingredients. But then the number one ingredient in those very, very pricey skincare creams and lotions and cleansers and masks is water. Mm. And the world is running out of water. So why make a product with 80 to 95% water, that then you're going to have to add chemicals to in order to preserve it and right. to give it a texture and a fragrance and then add whatever natural ingredient that you're talking right. to the consumer about. And it's going to be in there at such a tiny amount. And then to make it worse, then you overpackage it in plastic. Right. So, you know, that was the second part of my journey where I had a crisis of consciousness. So I had a health uh, crisis and then I had a crisis of consciousness. Mm. And I realized I had been part of the whole organization of big beauty that is pumping a lot of plastic bottles and tubes filled with mostly water and chemicals into the world. How did you feel when you realized that? I really, I felt tremendous guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, given the fact that I am an island girl at heart, you know, my heart sings when I'm by the ocean, mm-hmm. um, you know, to really both visually uh, watch how our 
planet is getting polluted by plastic. And, you know, whatever anyone says to you, even if, you know, um, sustainability washing is a real beauty companies are now saying, oh, but it's we're made with 100% recycled plastic. Well, it's still not recyclable mm-hmm. um, because you decorated it with uh, gold foil and made it millennial pink. And um, there's only a certain amount of times uh, plastic can be recycled. Or maybe it's now the new buzzword, it's biodegradable. Well, biodegradable means it's probably made with plastic resins that do degrade. They will fall apart. But guess what? Those pieces don't go anywhere. They get eaten by the turtles and the fish mm-hmm. and pollute our food systems. You know, so um, I obviously I'm very passionate about this. No, so, I love <laughs> um, so, you know, I really, I really felt responsible. And I felt Mm. that that responsibility meant that I needed to do something about it. And so I decided that I wanted to stir up a clean and conscious change in the $592 billion polluting and beauty industry. Amazing. Amazing. I can really empathize with that journey because like you, I was a part of a very, I want to say wasteful industry. Um, I was in fashion my job was to basically buy the clothes, the accessories that you would see in certain stores. And when I really got into the industry and started understanding how things are produced, things are sourced, things are sold, things are thrown away, I, I was just blown away with how much waste is being produced um, on a daily basis. And I felt that sense of guilt, that sense of what are we doing? What am I doing? Um, and what can I do differently? Can I still be a part of this industry? And I feel like what you did instead of just leaving, um, but instead like taking on the challenge of trying to do something different, do something better, um, is amazing. It's, it's, it's brave is all I can say. Well, thank you. It's been um, very much a roller coaster journey, and um, it's not easy. It seems very, very glamorous to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I can tell you that there are many dark nights of the soul where I really, you know, ask the universe, "Is this my calling?" Because it's really, <laughs> really hard. Um, but um, I know that I've already impacted and shifted or helped to shift a mindset, right? When I when yeah. we launched Lolly in March of 2018, you know, we couldn't even get beauty editors to write about us. No one cared about the zero waste mission. Really? They pushed back. Oh yeah, it was incredible. It was like, why would I want to put food trash on my face? Or isn't water good for the skin? Like, oh, you know, your packaging is nice, but I wish it was like, you know, like, we're like wow. <laughs> and, um, and, um, and so the first year was really um, not easy. And then in 2019, it was like a light bulb went off and people started to, to realize, wait, you know, we really are. And thank you, Greta Thunberg. You know, I think she yeah. <laughs> brought a lot to the, you know, maybe a little bit too scary, right? How she approaches it. Cause I, I don't want the conversation to be all doom and gloom. We, you know, mm-hmm. I, I truly believe small changes can have big impacts, right? Like yeah. if you just stop using a plastic straw every day, like 
that's huge. Yeah. Right? If you stop buying um, your skincare in double walls, plastic PET jars and over packaged in like fancy cartons, like that's a huge change. Like you don't, it's hard for all of us to live off the grid and be a hundred percent zero waste and yeah. like living in the realistic. mountains and foraging. It's not realistic, but, um, but I do feel like just small changes and, and, and when I see that now the entire beauty industry is talking about what I'm doing, you know, there's a, a really great feeling that comes from that. On the other side, I also see how many companies are greenwashing their sustainability and misleading the customer mm. to think that what, what they're offering is really a good choice. Can you talk a bit more about greenwashing and what some of those practices are so consumers can be more aware? Yeah, so, you know, let's first start with in your product, right? Okay. Um, so there are a lot of companies out there that will talk about, here are the 1,500 ingredients we don't use. Well, there's still maybe 10, 20, 50 they are using that mm. are questionable. Um, my rule of thumb is, well, first of all, at Lolly, we don't talk about what's not in the product. We talk about what's in the product because we are so proud of right. the same or four or eight ingredients that we're using. And the second rule of thumb is um, if your great grandmother couldn't recognize it on the ingredient list, then you probably shouldn't be eating it or applying it to your body. Right. Right? Right. I mean, so, you yeah, know, it makes sense. You know, if it's been ultra processed and hydrolyzed and synthesized, then it's altered, even if it started from a natural source. It, it's been altered like fructose is altered from you know sugar right mm -hmm. like you know and corn right so yeah. um how you know it's and when you alter something um you change the impact systemically on your on your system Got right it. so an ingredient in nature that when you ingest is good if you ultra process it and you change some of the um, chemical form formation of that molecule, right? You're shifting the mm -hmm. impact. Mm -hmm. So and, and I always say, like, go back to the rawest form possible. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's the first thing. Then the second, and and by the way, um, our products are made safe certified. So we go through a rigorous process, which is an independent and scientific certification. Um, that makes sure every ingredient and, and, and we're already, you know, we're food grade and organic mm -hmm. and biodynamic. So like there's, you know, nothing in our products and vegan and cruelty free, mm -hmm. but this certification basically is the badge that helps you understand that there really are no toxins in these products. Right. Right. And then, um, and then, um, it's how you package, right? So oh, that's a if, something's sitting, if something's sitting on a shelf for two to three years and it's packaged in plastic, well, the first question is, what about leaching of that plastic, right, into the product? Okay. That's, that's a question. Um, then there's the whole sustainability of that and um, and thinking about whether or not you know it's made with microplastics, it's overly decorated, um, 
you know, most states, um, even if something is recyclable, um, it will end up in landfills anyway. So mm -hmm. really thinking about how you reduce, um, choose glass. To me, glass is maybe heavier when you ship it, mm -hmm. but it is inert and it is organic and, you know, it will disintegrate into sand. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. So, so um, are all your products packaged in glass? We're packaged in food grade glass and okay. then our labels and our bags are made of um, home certified home compostable um, bio uh, cellulose plant ingredients. Mm -hmm. So um, in 180 days, they will start to compose if you throw them into the soil and become like worm food. Mm. Um, and um yeah, and then everything is also refillable. Um, it's really a very unique um, approach. So your mission is twofold with Lolly Beauty. It's really giving people safe, clean beauty products that they can use that are from the earth, that are effective but natural, while also making sure that you're not putting a lot of strain in the environment by polluting and having wasteful practices. That is a very good way of summing it up. So yes, on the, on, you know, we first look at impact on, on people, right? Mm -hmm. So what, you know, is this product good for you? Um, we also reduce, by the way, the amount of products you need because all our products mm -hmm. are multitasking, right? Oh, you don't yeah. need 15 products. You know, just like we started our conversation, like you don't need a serum and yeah. a moisturizer if your if your beauty oil is both because and you don't need a different oil for your hair than you need for your face or your lips, right? So um, really looking at reducing how many products you need, um, making sure they're powerful and yeah. and effective because they're not diluted with water or and then they're safe because they're not diluted with chemicals or polluted with chemicals. Yeah. And then we look at the impact on the planet and um, and animals. So right, so we upcycle from organic food supplies. So we look for ingredients that were being thrown away in organic food, and we mm. upcycle. Um, and then um, we make sure you know we source all our ingredients ourselves. So none of our ingredients are used in, especially because they're organic and food grade. They're not. Um, part of a conglomerate of chemical manufacturers that are, you know, telling you they're not testing this ingredient on an animal, but another variation is being tested in pharma, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so really just looking at every single piece of the puzzle. And then the last thing we do is we are um, members of some tech platforms and organizations where we police our supply chain for the stopping of people trafficking. Mm. And, um, and make sure that there's, um, you know, no risk of that in our supply chain. So it's really um, a full circle and, you know, it's fully zero waste. And yeah, it's um, a whole new way of unbottling beauty. It's definitely a, a whole new way. I, I'm not just saying this because I'm speaking to you, but I personally haven't encountered another beauty brand that has the same type of care and in I guess intention around you know 
the full circle, as you mentioned, around everything that you you all are doing. So that's great. I I, I hope that more brands can follow in your footsteps, um, and and you know take a few notes from you. Um, I want to go back to something you mentioned about we don't need so many beauty products. There's so many things out there, like you mentioned, serums and oils and two different types of cleansers. What what are the staples that that are the only really things, you know, the, the basics that we need? So with three of our products, you really have a whole regimen. So, um, you know, if you have a great multitasking beauty oil that you can mm-hmm. use, and that oil can be a solid oil, like our um, date nut, um, we call it our date nut brulee, it's like a more of a bomb, mm-hmm. or it could be a liquid oil like our plum elixir, but something that is, you know, oil-based um, and made with um, cold pressed virgin, organic food grade, either seed or nut oil. Mm-hmm. And um, that can be everything from your cleanser, mm-hmm. um, oil cleansing is great, to your serum slash moisturizer. And, you know, depending on, on the product and, and um, the price point, you know, you should be able to use it from scalp and hair mm-hmm. all the way down to your toes. Right. Mm. And and then the second um, product, I would say, is a good micellar that's um, made, you know, sort of two phase with an oil phase and a hydrosol phase. Mm -hmm. And a hydrosol is like a distillate, um, a fermentation or a hydrosol, that liquid. So we add no water. You shake it up and it can be uh, a wipe off, rinse free, soap free cleanser toner and hydrator all in one. Oh wow yeah it's like it's actually a spectacular product so and you put it on your skin are, and you leave it there you don't wash it off yeah you just shake you apply the removable uh reusable um pad uh-huh. a washable washcloth and then you wipe it takes off your makeup it cleanses it tones oh, and then awesome. that's it and then you don't even need to rinse with water you know, and in the summer, you can shake it and just splash it on as a hydrator. Oh, that's great. Um, and then the third would be some sort of powder, um, water-activated scrub meat mask. Mm. So our purple corn cleansing grains is a gentle, sensitive skin scrub, but if you leave it on longer, if you mix in other things with it, like honey or yogurt or, you know, whatever you want, um, you can make it more of a mask. Or our matcha coconut paste, which is a detox super green mask, you can make a scrub if you want. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's, it's up to you. It's very versatile. So, yeah, so that's the, the idea. That's great. I have to, I have to try that. The micellar, is that what you called it? Um, but yes, it's called chamomile lavender. Okay. And the micellar. Um, so it's two phase, it's you know, apricot seed and jojoba in the oil phase, oil wax, because jojoba is actually a, a, a wax, and then the hydrosol uh, phase, Ooh, yeah. which is chamomile yeah. and lavender, and witch hazel, and a little bit of vegetable glycerin for humectant. 
a lot of yummy ingredients. Did you mix all of these formulations yourself with the knowledge that you gained from, you know, your, your family? So I, all the recipes come from me. Um, and I've been in the beauty industry forever. So like, for example, when we worked, when I worked on the plum elixir, the um, revitalizing, anti-aging, hydrating um, beauty oil that you love, I yeah. wanted to find a really powerful ingredient that we could upcycle that was, you know, being discarded. I found this rare plum in France mm -hmm. um, called the Ente plum, and it's um, grown on a fourth generation farm. And that farm, um, the owner, like eight years ago, realized he was throwing away the kernel when he was making pitted prunes and prune juice. And so he was like, what can I do with the nut inside that kernel? And he started pressing it into an edible gourmet organic food oil. And it mm -hmm. won all sorts of prizes in France and Europe. And then we started to work with them and realize it's really powerful for skin and hair. Mm. Actually more powerful than argan or marula. And so we then blended with three other organic and upcycled oils, everything from sweet thorn, which comes from 10,000 feet above the Himalayas, to pomegranate. And, um, and, and so that, you know, that was really my, you know, sort of secret recipe of like, if you have one oil in your cabinet that you want to use on your face, your hair, your lips, like you have sensitive skin, you have dryness. Um, you know, what is that one oil? Yeah. And that, so plum came from, from that sort of, um, goal and then, you know, branched out and, and did some other ones. So if you have more, uh, blemish prone skin, our collaboration with Jackie Johnson, the host of the number one podcast on iTunes mm -hmm. called Snatch, we, we did a collaboration with her and it's called the Pank Elixir. And that's a, a blend. It has our plum, but it also has an Ayurvedic infusion. Mm. Um, and it's really good for blemish-prone skin. And then um, our tea seed elixir is really good for um, sort of combination, normal to oily. Mm. And also can be used on your hair. So every, you know, yeah. sort of looking at what what is the simplest and, um, you know, sort of most... Um, natural path to what you need. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, it it's all, it it looks like it's a, it's pricey because the products that you have they're not cheap, which is understandable because they're quality. But the really cool thing about it is you can use it on so many other places on your on your skin on your body, like you mentioned, your lips, your hair. So when you think about it it actually evens out at the end or maybe even becomes much more um, um, cost-effective because the so, plum elixir that I yeah. have, I've had it for months now and I haven't even gotten a refill. <laughs> um, so it's, it's funny you, you bring up price because, you know, we do sometimes have questions about that, like, oh, you know, it's expensive, $68 for the plum elixir. But we're not diluting yeah. with cheap filler ingredients. So we're giving you the highest quality ingredient at the real um, efficacious level, right? Exactly. And, and because it's 
so concentrated, you need less and it lasts you longer. And then because it's multitasking, you can use it in many different ways. So it will play, mm -hmm. if you look up what you're paying for a serum and what you're paying for a face you know, serum yeah. and a hair serum or oil and then a face moisturizer and then a leave-in conditioner and yeah. you and maybe even a lip gloss and you look at Plumblister, you're actually saving money. You are. And I can attest to that because I catch myself using it in different ways. I'll use it on my lips. I use it on my daughter's scalp or her hair when it's getting too dry. And Sometimes I even put a little bit of water in it because I noticed that when I put like two little drops of water, it it magnifies the glow that I get depending on how my skin oh. is feeling. So I like to play 100%. around with it. Well, first I love that you're playing around with it, you know, um, <laughs> because you know that is the spirit of Lolly. Stir up your own beauty, right? Like, yeah, you know, and if things are meant just like cooking, you know, there are many yes. ways you can use salt right like you you know it's, it's up to you how you what ingredients you combine but you brought up a great tip so because we removed the water mm -hmm. um i always suggest applying like the plum elixir or any of our elixirs or even our bombs on clean damp skin mm. because then you're trapping the moisture underneath and like for example a wonderful way to get the um, effect that you were just talking about but also get additional benefits is using one of our floral hydrosols like mm. sweet orange or rose to splash your skin mm -hmm. um, and then apply the serum because mm. then you're getting the nutritive benefits of that hydrosol. So, um, so there are many ways to achieve that. But yes, when you apply it onto damp skin, like, or just get out of the shower, apply directly on your skin after the shower, and you mm -hmm. absolutely, that glow is unmistakable. Oh, it's there. I love that glow. Um, and, you know, you got to work for that glow. You don't get that glow just by using any type of drugstore product. Not, no offense to people who use drugstore products, but, you know, you get what you pay for. And the cool thing about, products like yours is you do get what you pay for and more. Um, you mentioned earlier that the beauty industry, obviously very competitive. Um, you catch yourself, you know, asking like, or being challenged by a lot of things. Do you have any lessons that you can share um, to entrepreneurs in the beauty space or any space for that matter um, that has helped you keep going? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, there's so many, right? Depends on yeah. what I'm thinking about because there have been so many ups and downs on this journey. But um, I, I think the first one is be true to your um, your soul. You know, it looks incredibly exciting and glamorous, as I said earlier, to be an entrepreneur, especially as a beauty brand. And um, you know, don't be deceived by that. Like I, there are many days that, you know, I'm covered head to toe in packing materials or, <laughs> you know, products because I need to step in and help fill or pick and pack and, you know, um, I'm, you know, really like it's the Sherpa, you know, <laughs> Sherpa on many levels and, um, and 
I think that if I didn't feel strongly about my mission to mm-hmm. stir up the beauty industry, I wouldn't have had the endurance um, yeah. to stay in this in this uh, path. I mean, it's really tough, and especially as a female founder over the age of forty, mm-hmm. really hard to get investment capital. You know, I'm not the shiny penny. I'm not that young thing that comes out of Harvard Business School and says, oh, I don't know anything about the beauty industry, but I want to disrupt it, you know, like, you know, um, which is where, you know, the world loves to throw attention and, um, and I don't pretend to lead a glamorous, you know, Instagram life, you know, um, that's not real. I'm very much like, you'll see the real me on untouched photos and stuff like that like I and you're you not the typical mm-hmm. yeah because I truly believe that this lolly is is bigger than me lolly is mm. something that the universe asked me to do and I sort of unwillingly stepped into the role because I knew how difficult it was to launch a business but I knew that the time was right and this was meant to come and, and maybe just to awaken everyone out there. Right? Yeah. But I do think it has a bigger purpose. And I do think that the products have an alchemy and a magic to them. And mm-hmm. um, maybe because there's so much love and respect in, in how we source and how we develop them and how we package them. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's so I would say stay true to your soul. You know, don't just um, don't just go out and try to do something because it just seems like the cool thing to do. Man, we might as well end the show right now because you captured the essence of what I'm trying to to speak out and to spread. Really, um, that's that's exactly what this whole podcast is about. It's it's about accepting who you are, your experiences, your knowledge, and, and going with where life takes you and stop fighting the flow of where life wants to take you. Because really the whole reason why you're here from what I've listened to is that, you know, you, you are being yourself. You were using the knowledge that you learned from your family. Um, you listen to the universe when you got that realization of how wasteful the beauty industry is and and you couldn't do anything but that so i feel like that's what makes so many of the exceptional founders entrepreneurs and just really remarkable people out there is is by being themselves and not trying to be anybody else or trying to do something that feels wrong to them but they just go with the flow of where the universe wants to take them you know, on that, and it's true, like, you know, I did, I did get downloaded, but I resisted for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And what was funny is, I, you know, at the time that I, I, I realized that I needed to, to bring Lolly into the world, I was fighting it. I was like, oh, no, I, I can't start a business. No, no, no. I know how difficult this is. And I was trying to um, consult. And, like, literally, I would get to the last, you know, sort of stages of landing a client, and all of a sudden that opportunity would disappear. And I would be, like, wow. you know, really, like, to the point where I was, like, okay, I get it. Every door is closing because wow. I have this choice. 
but at the same time, I had nothing to lose because I was so financially in a bad place. I was really, it was like the universe had taken everything from me. And that's a long other story. We could do a whole other podcast on what was going on, but it was like this crazy situation where I was like, okay, well, what's the worst thing that can happen? Which is always that tough question you have to ask yourself. What is the worst thing that can happen, right? Right. And I realized the worst thing that can happen is it fails, but I can't be lower than where I am because I have nothing right now. Right. And I don't even know how I launched slowly. When I look back, I had like one loaf and one fish and I made six loaves and six fish. <laughs> I, I, I really, you know, it's like that wonderful biblical story. Like, I don't know how I did it. I, and it was, I did it out of my upper, you know, East Side studio apartment, which is the size of a closet. I had my mom like picking and packing and she'd be watching telenovelas and like, her red nails, you know, get all over the white boxes, and we'd have to unpack them because she couldn't remember how many things she had. She was like into the telenovela story, but um, it was you were grinding. Time. I was grinding, and I still have been grinding. I mean, we haven't had you know, end of 2019, the last six months. I, I faced maybe Lolly, you know, not moving on because I was trying to raise money and I couldn't get money and I was running out of money and you know it's a typical you know founder story of where I have all this success I have all these awards and badges and customer loyalty and testimonials and media and yet like I couldn't get an investor to help me and you know and um you know, so I really had to face another time, like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? Maybe Lolly fails, and I had to face death. Yeah. And every time you face death, um, you lose a little bit of um, the unhealthy attachment to things, right? Mm-hmm. So, so there may have been a part of me that was so hell-bent on Lolly being successful mm-hmm. that maybe not from a bad ego place, but just from a, like, I really want to do well by my investors and by consumers. And like, I really want to make a difference. And I think in end of 2019, I had to sort of say, okay, I was guided by the universe. It asked me to do this. I've done everything in my power. And then now I need to let go because it's not meant to be. And that was really hard. That was really hard. And I still don't know if I have the answer. I mean, you know, we're not, you know, you know, doing millions and millions of dollars a year yet in revenue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're still very in our early stages. And so I don't know, you know, it's a big question mark, but I do know that everything we do does make a difference. Oh, and that's all sure. I do right now. For sure. And I'm glad you really expanded on that because sometimes people forget that there are ups and downs when it comes to being in mission, you know, staying in purpose. It's not, it's not, you know, easy peasy all the time, just because you're staying true to what, to what you want to do in your mission doesn't mean that everything's going to be easy. Sometimes that's when you encounter the toughest moments in your life. Um, But at the end of the day, even though you're having those tough moments, you can still look yourself in the mirror 
a lot easier than you can if you're not listening to what your soul is telling you. Does that make sense? Because I've definitely experienced that. A hundred percent. And, you know, it is important, you know, everyone, there's this whole, you know, we could talk, you know, we talked earlier about greenwashing or sustainability washing. We could talk about spirituality washing, right? Mm. Which is everyone now is like, oh, it's all about manifestation and affirmation and um, the laws of attraction. And, you know, you know what? I know I'm very, very blessed to have a lot of very connected energy healers and teachers and friends in my life and i can tell you a lot of them face in their personal life difficulties even mm -hmm. though they know all the right rules yeah you, it doesn't there is some serendipity i mean you know very sad but look at kobe bryant you know oh. the weekend like yes. there was some serendipity of why that moment, why that helicopter, why that mountain, why that yeah. fog? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, sometimes the universe has other plans, no matter how well you stay in your path yeah. and, and, um, and stay true to your path. Exactly. And sometimes you just have to give that up, right? And that's yeah. where the ego is, because the ego is like, no, but this is meant for me and I should achieve this. And why, why, why? And sometimes mm -hmm. it's like, well, maybe there's something else that I'm supposed to learn from this. Maybe, um, you know, maybe this is to get me on a path and the path is actually something different. Yeah. Yeah. Not being attached to that path, not being attached to the end journey as opposed to just the now of that path. Um, I think is really important to understand. Um, and, and, and that's something that, you know, a lot of us get caught up in um, is just being so tunnel vision with where we want to be. I know I did. And I lost track of how I actually want to feel while I'm doing it. Um, I, I entered the entrepreneurship world when I was 26. And I had the idea that I was supposed to just be working all the time and not having fun. And I'll get to my to my end journey quicker. I'll do that. I'll have fun later. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. Um, and that's because I was just so fixated and attached to what things were supposed to look like and where I was supposed to go. So I think you brought up a really good point about this whole journey. Um, just because you're being true to yourself does not mean that it's going to be easy and every day it's going to be uh, pie in the sky type of life. Yep, 100%. Um, and, you know, unfortunately now, you know, on social media, there are a lot of, you know, sort of spiritual gurus or wellness gurus who are all like, you know, making it seem it's all about a pretty picture yeah. by some beautiful landscape and I'm having my you know, me moment and meditating. I'm sorry, no, that picture took no. them three hours to get the perfect picture. They're not meditating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's so it's not always I, how it seems. It's not always how it seems. And I guess that's a wonderful way to sum up Lolly is that is the antithesis of what I want to do with these products and this experience is it is what it seems. We mm -hmm. don't hide anything and we don't try to be something else. And 
or not for everybody. If you really want that influencer, you know, pink tube that looks cute in the package and everyone's like, that's not us. And, you know, I'm I'm very happy for you. I hope, I hope that works for you, but you're probably going to be on to the next product in the next (laughs) month because it really didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And and that's a really great point you brought up, Tina. You don't have to be something for everyone. You don't have to have everyone on your team. That's not the point. It's being okay with the fact that not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to be on board, but enough people will be on board and that's okay. Yep. Exactly. Amazing. Go ahead. Amazing. Well, I think this is a great place to end our conversation. Um, Again, thank you so much. I feel like this conversation really hit on, hit the nail on the head when it comes to the essence of just flow with it. It's, it's really about staying true to who you are um, and doing you, doing what's right for, for your soul and not being super attached, you know, to what that perfection image really is. Um, so thank you for your time. Um, everyone, if you haven't checked out Lolly Beauty, please do. Tina, can you let everyone know where to find Lolly Beauty? Sure. Um, we're uh, lollybeauty.com, L-O-L-I beauty.com. And then our Instagram is lolly.beauty. And I'm always available. I answer pretty much every single DM that comes in. I try to respond to any comments. If you need any customized tips or clean beauty swaps or advice, I'm always available. And I can vouch for the fact that she does respond to all of your DMs because I DM'd and she responded to me in like less than two days. So (laughs) she does look at all of it, get all of your beauty tips from Tina. She's awesome. Um, And go play around with some of her products. Have a great day, everyone. What a great talk with Tina Hedges, founder and CEO of Lolly Beauty. Again, Tina, thank you so much for sharing how you are 100% doing you, how you're unapologetically doing what you feel is your mission and what you're meant to do here in the world. And because of that, you're able to share your gifts, which is to make us lovely, effective, safe, natural uh, skincare and skincare that actually doesn't hurt the environment. So if you want to get a hold of some Lolly Beauty products yourselves, just go to lollybeauty.com and enter promo code JUSTFLOW20 and you can get 20% off. JUSTFLOW20, enter the promo code at checkout and enjoy 20% off your purchase. Thank you for that, Tina. Okay, everyone, I'll see you guys at the next episode of Just Flow With It. Have a great one.